hello, welcome back, welcome back to Everyday Being. Uh, been a bit of a gap. Uh, my wonderful friend Steve has been on holiday again. Steve, how was your holiday? <laughs> I like the again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did think that. To be honest, <laughs> it is true. Actually, yeah, it was lovely. We went to Cyprus, and um, so it was lovely. Actually, first time we've been there. Had a lovely hotel right on the sort of seafront so uh yeah very relaxing as i mentioned you know, i had a problem with my back but other than that um it was like, really lovely to have the time away and did lots of walking did lots of reading did lots of listening uh and uh generally had a very nice time thank you well i'm glad i'm glad yes. and i hope, hope your back's all right mate yeah yeah but well, it's I, less I, rigorous I, than you. So tell us you've been cycling. Yeah, yeah. I here I am taking the mick out of you uh <laughs> for being you know being on holiday all the time. And I'm actually I'm on the I'm on eight eight day gap between one holiday cycling in, in the Alps with a couple of friends, uh, and we're imminently going with the family and friends to uh, to Turkey for a couple of weeks uh as the schools break up. So yeah, so there's me taking the mick out of you, and here I am sort of uh, basking <laughs> in holiday glory at the same time as as well. Um, I, I hope when you are listening to this as well, that maybe you've got some holiday and some relaxing time coming up as well. So welcome back to Everyday Being, our podcast series that is trying to bring to life in simple everyday ways how an understanding of being can have a fundamental impact on our happiness and our well-being and mental health. And Stephen and I on each episode will bring a topic up and think about yeah, what that means for us and how it could help you live happier, healthier lives. Um, today's episode, we're going to do something slightly different that we've not done before. Uh, and we're, again, as ever, curious as, as where it will take us. Um, this episode is called, is called Knowing Who I Am. Now, we've talked a lot through the, the podcast series about our sense of being and the uh, I am nature of being and how that shows up in what we do day in, day out is a really powerful part of the understanding that we have of of being. So we're going to look quite hard today at that notion of I am um, and and how it shows up. And and the way that we're going to do that is Steve and I are going to share a couple of sentences about who we believe we are um and we're going to talk about the impact that's had on our lives um and maybe it'd be something that you can think about as well that maybe this is a particular process that you can go through that maybe can have a positive impact on you and your happiness and your well-being the process itself we're going to follow is is uh encouraged is recommended by a gentleman called steve hardison in his in the book that is about him but written by his his wife her name escapes me at this moment but i know steve will all tell me in a minute when i hand over to him um in in which he encourages readers to think and create a what they call a document about who they are and he uses these phrases of it is a powerful way of being these sentences should be the highest, noble, noblest essence of who you are. This is the bit I love. They are you at your inner core, the you without baggage, the you without wounds, damage or fear. They are you without the need to impress or the struggle to be good enough. So Steve, through the book, encourages readers to have a go at that um, when my, you know, our Steve was uh, introducing you know me to the work of of Steve Hardison. He was telling me about the the document that he'd written and the impact that he, he'd it had on him, and encouraged me to to have a go as well. So, what we've got today in front of us is both our documents, which we're going to read and share with with you, and then and then discuss. Um, and hopefully, what you'll hear. Um, and we've both come in it for uh, different ways is the answers to those those questions. Mm. Steve, before we go into it, is there anything that I've missed in terms of the background to it? And I don't know anything about it, and particularly the name of the ladies written the book would probably be important. It's Amy, isn't it? I've just remembered it's Amy. Yeah. That's right. Amy. Yeah. Amy Hardison is the person who wrote the book. And then Alan D. Thompson was 
the person that did a lot was was a client of Steve's that did a lot of the research just off his own back actually I mean it wasn't that Steve Harrison didn't want a book written about him because he thought you can't write about being and it was only Alan Thompson sort of pushing and pushing and pushing and doing a lot of the research that he then relented and said okay um uh you know allowed it to happen and his wife Amy took a lot of time to sort of put all that together um now I think the only thing I've just that just come to mind Gareth, as you were talking, was just that just to make the link that a lot of what we've talked about during well that we talk about during the whole sort of podcast series really is this sense of um understanding the sort of source of our experience. So we've talked about it in different ways, but this sort of inside-out nature of of life. So and that 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 um if we recognize that um, awareness or presence our awareness or presence is the key aspect of our life that's the sort of the anchor if you like about how we're living in the world that's the one constant in the world and that therefore our thoughts and our feelings and our experiences are coming from inside of us in the way that we then relate to the world and I think that's quite an important first step actually is for, for 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 us to get much more of a feel for yeah that's the truth actually that's describes why the same experiences can affect me very differently from one day to the next so I think that's an important sort of first step really of understanding where your experience is really coming from and then I think where being and what Steve Hardison is describing is then saying well if that's true then in a way that's really pointing to a more spiritual aspect of our experience really it's saying that our we're connected to that intelligence of life and that's the truth that's truly who we are and we are human beings then having a human experience from that place and I think then the work around being, well, who do I want to be, which is really what that book's sort of pointing to, is then saying, okay, how do I want to be? What's the life I'm looking to create for myself in how I then live in the world? And I think for me, the document or that work on who do I want to be in different parts of my life <clears throat> is then the really interesting part of how do I want to live? And I think, but you can't do that until you've got a good grasp of the nature of your experience first. Because if you haven't got that, the risk is the statements sort of don't, they're not anchored in a way. Right, okay. And, and, and they often then don't really have traction for people because they, they end up being a bit conceptual and a bit theoretical. So I think it's just important just to recognise that those two things, for me anyway, go hand in hand. That awareness of what's behind my experience, which, you know, the three principles talks very nicely to. And then the who am I being is then saying, yeah, how do I want to, how do I want to live my life? You know, what are the different aspects of my life in terms of, you know my family my key relationships the 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 job that i've that, that i'm doing and then how do i want to be in the way that i then go about all of those different roles in my life and the and the experience i'm creating for myself and the experience i'm creating for other people and yeah. i think that's then where the <clears throat> the document is a is a really useful way of thinking about how i want to express that and right. And, I, and, I, and I, I think it takes time. I think that's the other thing I would say from, you know, I've got, I know you've got your statement, I've got mine. The one I've got now is, I don't know how many iterations I've been through of it. And and I continue to reflect on it and, ref, and um, you know, and it, it, it has more and more meaning for me because I don't think it's something that is just a one-off. It's more of a living, breathing um 
description of who I want to be. And that will, that can continue to unfold, I think, which I think is really nice. It's a real, it's, it's, it's a living, breathing document rather than just something you do and it's, and it's finished. Yes. Um, and certainly for me, I've, I've recorded mine and I listen to every, I listen to it every day. That's part wow. of the routine is, it's one of the things I'll, I'll listen to just to keep it at the forefront of my, my thoughts. I um I I hundred percent agree with everything you just said. Um, just to offer a, a different a difference in terms of how it plays out. Um, I've written mine probably about eighteen months ago, and I've not changed it. Right. <laughs> uh, and um, I I still feel pretty happy about it. Oh no, sorry, that's 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 not right. I feel uh, I'm committed to every word, and I feel really grateful and appreciative of 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 it. Um, I'm I don't revisit it very often, which probably, if I'm honest, is a, probably a bit of a I don't know, not mistake, but may, maybe it's a missed opportunity that actually, if I if if I was doing some type of you know practice or kept it front of mind, you know, maybe it would be a you know, a better reminder and some type of, I don't know, grounding for me about, about these, these things. Yeah. But I, but I, I think I'd also say that <clears throat> I think you can use it in lots of different ways. I, I don't think there's a, you know, I've worked with people around this. They're all very different. And when you see examples, they're all very different, which I think is great. Cause I think that's then saying how you, how you live your life and how you want to be is, is completely personal to you. Um, so I, I, I quite like the fact that <clears throat> you can use it in many different ways Yeah, and it might be meaningful for you in a very different way to the way it might be meaningful to me. And I, that's what I like about this work in a sense, because there's no, it's not prescriptive. It's not saying yes, and you should have this. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. This way and you should use it in this way. So no, I'm not, not, not at all. Um, yeah. I, and so I, I, I think it's really important to be respectful of the fact that it's an individual expression. Even though we're saying, at one level, we're all the same. We're all, we're all being. We're all that that presence, that awareness. But actually, the expression of life, that the expression of that in life, is 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 individual in a sense we're all yeah. individual expressions of that so even though we're we're all the same in one level we're then an individual expression of that and i think wouldn't that be lovely if we really could get the fact that we're all the same but we're all different yeah. like, really <laughs> yeah. think it would do away with a lot of issues about who's right and who's wrong and what's what's good and what's bad and it's you know that if we could understand <clears throat> that the essence of us, that's us, and then the expression of that, isn't it lovely? You get that diversity of, of like when you walk down the street and you see all the different shapes and sizes and you see all the different clothes that people wear and the shoes they wear and the cars they drive. And it's like, surely that's the rich that's the richness of life yeah so i think what this document is that's the, the rich diversity of being yeah i think is great <clears throat> so on that you want to talk about I... yours yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, so let me let me read it out and then and then i'll just perhaps you know give a couple of thoughts about um how I've you know how how I've used it. I've only probably got two or three things, and then let Steve you know feel free to make any comment or or question about it. So, so this is this is my this is my document. So, I exist to make a difference. I am fun. I am hardworking. I am getting better every day. I am contrasting. I have extroversion and introversion. I am tough and I'm supportive. I'm attentive and I'm distant. And I help people understand this about me. I am energy and enthusiasm. I am passionate about the impact that the three principles, mindset and being 
can have on everyone's life. I'm in balance. I'm a builder of amazing relationships. I'm convinced that what will be, will be, and we will see how it goes. I'm prepared and present to allow wisdom to come to me. I'm trusting in the moment. I am an amazing listener. I'm a proud Welshman with mining roots, and I'm appreciative of the sacrifices made by others to enable me to be. I am the proudest father of Florence and Nancy, who are amazing and talented individuals. I am ridiculously in love with the truly beautiful and inspiring Katie Louise Evans. So that's that's my document. That's me at my inner core. It's me without the baggage, without the wounds, damage or fear. It's me without the need to impress or struggle to be good yeah. enough. Um, I've, I've, so as I said, I wrote it about 18 months ago. Um, I probably kept it a bit hidden for a couple of weeks, months, really just yeah. had it uh, for, for me. Um and I can't quite remember why or what happened, but I, I was either he was either encouraged or challenged to, to share it a little bit more. So um, yeah. I shared it with um, uh, family and friends um, and I shared it with people at work. Um, and uh, I found that is a really good experience, really, to, you know, to some extent, actually, yes, to share um but also to probably hold myself to account a little bit once i meet you know i'm sending these you know sending it i was reading it out to to others um and also it was an incredibly joyous experience really because um yeah people responded in in wonderful ways about um either, well I, I don't know three probably a couple of things stood out in my mind a couple of people said yeah that sounds like the gareth i know um which, you know, to some extent, I know seems a bit kind of obvious, but probably, if I'm honest, I, I, I probably thought there were some of these things that maybe were hidden and, and below the surface. So actually, you know, it was it was you know, really interesting to hear that maybe that isn't, you know, it isn't as as hidden as you think. Yeah. Um, people also, you know, were incredibly gracious about the fact that I shared it and, you know, I felt a little bit exposed about doing it really. So it wasn't mm. sort of, you know, it wasn't something that I went into with comfort and probably that's demonstrated by the fact that I didn't tell anyone about it for a few, <laughs> few, few weeks about it. Um, and, you know, and, and people have found it, you know, useful for, to get to know me better for those that, that, that don't, yeah. um, particularly that line sort of four or five in about some of these sort of contrasting things. Cause I have found at times that can not create problems per se, but it can, it can confuse people a little bit. So, you know, at times being a bit proactive about this is me, who I am, this is what you might see, and this is the consequences. It can be useful as well as sort of like a, an opportunity to sort of discuss it really. Mm. So, um, yeah. How did you feel as you read it? Um, Oh, I, I felt I felt quite emotional about, about it. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, because well, well, I've never read it to, to you, you. You've you've obviously read it before because I've I've sent it to you. We sort of <laughs> talked around it, but I've never I've never read it to you. Yeah. Um, and I'm equally probably conscious that you know you, you're listening to this, and you know what experience will you have of that as well? Um, and you know there are some you know. Not some there are all of the words in there i'm i'm thoughtful and um i don't know i i i, I they, they they are they are me so you know the expression of of that is is i don't know powerful and i don't know there's there's a lot of love in there put it that way steve <laughs> yeah 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 and what was when you went through the process of developing it what, what was that experience like for you, you know, as you actually were creating it? Is there anything you particularly noticed as part of that process? I think I remember that it was a, a, a good kind of 
study of who I am and a bit of self-awareness. And I think I think I probably had two or three goes at putting it t- together. I can't right. quite remember how many sort of came at them. And a couple have come in and a couple have come come out. You know, in those early, early drafts before I'd consider, you know, I said earlier, I've only ever had one. I do think that I've had one that the others were drafts creating the, the first one. Um, so, so yeah, I think I, I found it as a, a good discovery of self. And also I think the other, the other part that was powerful is that I, I, it was almost like a good check to do these statements statements uh, answer those questions um and and look i i genuinely believe that they yeah they they do um yeah. i'm not saying i'm all these things all all the time yeah. um you know, i i get i get lost you know i'm yeah. i'm not too you know afraid, afraid of saying yeah, that yeah. um but <laughs> I, but i genuinely believe they are you know me me without 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 the need to impress as I've yeah. said a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's interesting, isn't it? Just uh um <clears throat> sending feedback when people say, Oh yeah, I can I can see you in that actually. Yeah. Which is like you said, you might think, oh maybe I maybe that's not quite so obvious or maybe that's a bit hidden, I think you said. And it's like, you know, but it's interesting how it just <clears throat> does come through in some in some way even if there might be parts of it that are more more aspirational i suppose in the sense yeah. of how we how we how we want to be in the world and recognizing that i think as we've said before you know life's a contact sport and sometimes you find yourself not quite being the way you want to be but i, I think this is a useful compass in a way that's what i think of it more as is it is yes a, it's a sort of compass that quite often you're off course you know because of life and all the things that go on in life but it's really helpful to almost know what true north is if this is your sort of true north it's it's helpful to sort of have something to come back to yeah. that feels like it's a, a more i don't know a more grounded mix of my metaphors now but a more sort of grounded anchor in a sense yeah yeah something just to come come back come back to the path in a way yeah 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 nice so do you want to have a go and do the same yeah yeah i'll share i'll share mine so mine's got a mixture of i like i said i've revisited mine quite a lot and um and it's really interesting how I, I I went I went on a real journey of the whole thing around sort of the, the being and understanding our experience and where that comes from and um, uh, and at one point I sort of struggled with it a little bit because I thought well actually if I'm a, if I'm a spiritual being how does this sort of fit into that and so I really wrestled with I really really wrestled with that for a long time as to oh. Did I want to have something that was the like the document you've just described? And there, there was just, and I, I sat with it for a long time actually of of <clears throat> having something but not quite sure. And then I don't know what it was, but just gradually as I started to think, okay, well this is if this is just something about uh, understanding my being as something that's um that awareness is <clears throat> the true sort of sense of who we are that that awareness that presence that i am like then realize okay oh this is an expression then of if i'm coming from that place if that's the ground of my being and it's that's one of my sentences then how do i want to live from from that place yeah and it was really helpful because I, I what I realized was for many years I was trying to escape my human experience. So, and I sort of mentioned this on a previous podcast where you know when I went through a really bad period and quite um, really depressed and quite sort of suicidal actually, and, and I realized that my whole search and all the things I'd done up to that point <clears throat> were really trying to find happiness, trying to find peace of mind. 
but almost actually without realizing I didn't express it in this way but this is where it was where I was really coming from was trying to escape my human experience actually was was the real truth of it <clears throat> and that's when coming across Sydney Banks and realizing no this this innate this peace of mind this happiness is within that's the source of our being in a sense he didn't quite express it in that way but that's what he was saying <clears throat> it's then where I've got to now, I think, is, oh, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. So why not have a full human experience? Why not be thinking about what do I want to create from that? As I, as I mentioned to you, you know, I've just signed up with a <clears throat> with a coach, Steve Chandler, who's mentioned a lot in that book of being, and just signed up for some coaching with him, partly around to for him to support me continually support me through that process of creation you know what what else do i want to create so that's what so my document has that tries to capture the essence of that spiritual ground of being and you'll see that's in there and then translating that into then how do i want to live where do i want to live from so that's just a bit of context for yeah, where yeah. it comes from so my yeah, so mine is, um, I'm the one without a second, choiceless, effortless, pure awareness and presence. I live with no attachments and no aversions, and this is the ground of my being. And then I'm created as God created me to be. To be. I am free, and nothing sources my experience but me in each moment, and nothing has an effect upon me whatsoever save that which I choose to allow to affect me. So I need do nothing. And the intelligence energy flows through me, using my mind to effortlessly create in the world. Thoughts are things and create my reality. There is no separate I. I'm seeing, I'm hearing, I'm tasting, I'm smelling, I'm feeling and I'm thinking. And I am the law of attraction. Life is expansive and creative. And I am that. And I am knowing that there is nothing wrong with right now if I'm not thinking about it. Everything is just as it is, unaltered, unmodified, uncorrected. It is just as it is, just one as is. I am literally the creator of my experience. It is very good. And I have done this and it is good. I have created. And I'm being lived effortlessly with no reference point. I'm not the doer and yet nothing is left undone. And I'm not the choice maker and yet choices are made. And life is pure unconditional love and I am that. Happiness is my innate being and I am that. I recognize and appreciate the beautiful cost of love. And I'm love for myself as a strong, healthy and attractive being. I'm compassionate forgiveness towards the humanity of myself and others. And I notice and drop my judgment of others in being an authentic manifestation of love and understanding. I live from knowing not what I think I know. I find positive thought and feelings in all my interactions with others. I honor the right of others to have a different point of view to mine. And more than that, I seek out and value different perspectives. Beyond my human limitations, I'm in loving service to my family as the practice of unconditional love. I'm loved for my beautiful, brilliant, thoughtful and kind wife Val in what I think, do and say. And I love her with all my heart and I will be a daily expression of that love and commitment. I'm the bold creator and builder of my coaching practice. I serve my clients powerfully. I am changing the world one conversation at a time. One thought or action can change everything. And I'm love and understanding towards all my clients. And I focus on my loving engagement with life, being free of expectation and self-judgments. I don't sweat the small stuff and it is all small stuff. Life lives on life, so everything is perfect. And being unaware of the broader plan for me, I see that life happens for me, not to me. I understand that there is nothing wrong anymore and I have no complaints. I'm commitment to who I am. I'm letting go of the past, living in the now, and I have no expectations of the future. I live from abundance knowing that I'm being effortlessly lived. 
I make my commitments carefully. I'm impeccable with my word. I am powerful beyond belief. I'm the embodiment of Christ consciousness in the commitment to being. And I am the one without a second, choiceless, effortless, pure presence awareness. <clears throat> I live with no attachments and no aversions. I am this, full stop. And that is my full stop to end. <laughs> <laughs> is full stop written, by the way? Yes, it is. It yeah, is yeah it's full stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. So I sort of start with that. I'm the one with that. So I, and I start and finish with that. That feels like that's the essence of being for me. And that's yeah. why I sort of start with it. And then I sort of, I sort of finish with it as just to, just to bring me back to the I am, actually. that That's what why I ended up with that. Um, and because you started and ended with it, let me start with it. So what, what does that mean then? And I am the, and forgive me if I'm, I'm saying it wrong, I am the one without a second. What, what did you mean? But what do you mean by that? Well, that for me, that, that really points to this fact of the, the, the fact that when we think about the I am and that awareness, that, that we're all that. So we are all that. We are all that same awareness. So when you start to rec when you start to sort of reflect on that, that I am, that being, that presence, that awareness, you sort of realize it's 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 universal because I think it's for me, it feels like it's because it's universal consciousness. We are universal consciousness in action. We are individual expressions. We are like we are like waves on an ocean. And so the wave is part of the ocean. The wave is an expression of that ocean, but it's still the ocean. And so for me, it feels like I'm the one without a second is because I'm an individual wave but I am the one without a second. There is no second ocean. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Sense. Sorry. Yes. Yes. So okay. That's, yeah. That's, yes. That's what I'm sort of pointing to is the universal nature of that. It sort of comes from the non-dual perspective. Of yeah. Non-dual is, is, is one without a second is the way it's expressed. And so it was that really, that really resonated for me in terms of being and, what was articulated in the, the Hardison book and yeah. it just made a lot of sense that yeah I'm the one with so that second it, it's second i.e duplicate rather than time is that yeah it's, it's saying that you and I are the same so even though you're a you're an individual wave of, of consciousness in in manifestation in the world we are all part of that ocean of awareness, that ocean of being. Yeah. And that's the expression of I am one without a without a second. So it's it's recognizing that um there is something that 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 binds us all together. And that in a sense is why you, you we have no one has any memory of awareness ever coming into being because the non-dual perspective is because it's it, it, it's always been there it never dies that's the part of us the body dies but the awareness doesn't consciousness doesn't so it's, and, it's pointing to that and you, you said you listen to it every morning because you've recorded it yeah what sort of what have you noticed about the impact that doing that as a practice has? So I think for me, I, I often, if you watch me on my walk, I'm off, I've got it, it's even recorded in my voice. And I'm, because usually I'm out, very often I'm out early in the morning. And so I'm, I'm talking along to the words of it. Right. So, um, so I, I think, it it just feels like I that it just it tends to permeate, sort of penetrate 
my human experience. I still have, you know, like you said, really, I still have my ups and downs with things. I still have times where I get really frustrated with someone else who has a different point of view to mine. So even though part of mine is, you know, about being uh, seeking out and valuing different perspectives, do I always do that? No, I don't. But do I notice that I probably do more of that now? Yes, I think I do. Or if I get bothered by something, I'm much more likely to let it go a bit more quickly because, oh, that's not that's not who I want. That's not who I want to or I yeah. want to be. So I'm not trying to, yeah, I'm not saying I live to that all the time. But I definitely notice that I probably feel like I go off course a bit less often. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, or when that. I do, I I don't I don't get I don't get down a rabbit hole and stuck for a long, long period of time. I can sort of feel like okay, I can come back to that. And like I say, I do try and make sure I I listen to it every every day. And I pretty much do. I might occasionally not for some reason, but it's it, it's very rare. I mean, um, yeah. so I, I, that sense of the, the repetition of it. And like I said, I went through a few iterations of it. So, you know, I've had different versions recorded and then thought, well, it doesn't quite, that doesn't quite land, that doesn't quite resonate. So, you know, I've had to, I've chopped and changed a little bit um, before I got to, to sort of this version that I've had for for quite a while. Now. Yeah. It felt like it had a nice, it had more of the balance I wanted of this recognising the, and the spirit this for me the spiritual side of it and then also the the sort of more psychological parts of sort of living in the world sort of thing and with other yeah. people so I, it felt like I I felt like I got the right balance of that that took a little while for me to to get to that and some people don't have that I mean I've worked with people where it's less of this you know the spiritual bit is not is not them yeah and that's what, you know, like we were saying with yours, it's like, no, I really like that because it's like, no, don't put in, don't put in what you think should be in there, put in what's meaningful for you. Yeah. Um, what, um, because you you sort of read, read it and, you know, Josh, it was, it was fantastic and, you know, thank you for, thank you for sharing it. Um, out of interest, what what w- word? Yeah, going to go that. What word stands out the most important, or yeah, to you as you think about that document? You know, the most important thing for me is I'm created as God created me to be. I am free, and nothing sources my experience but me in each moment, and nothing has an effect upon me whatsoever save that which I choose. To allow yeah, I love that. me, I need do nothing. Now that's taken from the way of mastery. So that's a sort of series of um uh, lessons from uh, from Jesus, really. Right. And I remember when I was reading that book, and you can you, you, there's so much lovely wisdom in that book. But I remember when I read that and I thought oh my god you know when something hits you and you think oh my god that is so true it's challenging because it's saying so what it really saying is well I'm created as so what it's saying is well we you are a creation of life now it uses God but you can use life you know you could say well I'm created as life creates me to be so it's saying so we've We've been created by that intelligence, whatever that intelligence is. Some people would say it's God or the, you know, physicists would say the unified field or whatever it might be. And then it's saying, so if you are, if if life is creative and you are an expression of that creation, then you need to, you need to live into that. And so it's, so it's saying, so you, you, you are a manifestation of that creation so therefore you are free and it's really interesting how it forces you 
I remember having a conversation with my daughter, my youngest daughter, Grace. We, I was telling her about this. I just read that bit. I, I did my statement to her once when we were out on the walk, and I, I did that bit. And yeah, she was thinking about moving. But she did. She moved away for a year with her boyfriend. And, you know, she's a real homebird and she was sort of getting a bit upset about moving away and, you know, all of all of that and missing out and da da da. And so we were, I was talking to her about that and I said, well, look, Grace, you're free. You know, you're created as God created you to be. You are free. You're absolutely free to do whatever you want to do. If you don't want to get up in the morning and just stay in bed, you've, you're free to do that. Now, your work might have an issue with that. <laughs> you you might have to suffer the consequences of that. There are implications of that, but you are free. And I just think so often in, people don't think they are. You know, I work with lots of people. They go, "Well, you got I've got to do that because of blah blah blah." And it's like, no, no, you really don't. You you are making a choice. And okay, you might say, "Well, I, yeah, but I need to earn money," and I need, it's like, well, no, that's that's fine but you're you're still you're still making a choice in your life and Edith Eager who wrote a really good book called Choice she was a concentration camp survivor we mentioned Viktor Frankl yes he finds about man's search for meaning well she she um didn't know Viktor Frankl but she knew of him afterwards and um they did some stuff together and she read his book and uh, he was a psychiatrist before and she became a psychiatrist afterwards, actually, after um, after the Second World War. And so she wrote this book called Choice, which was all about her experience through the concentration camp and then her life afterwards. And it's called Choice. Because she's saying even in those situations, there is there is the way that you relate to that and the way that you think about that that is a choice and she talks very much about that for herself and her own journey of that a bit like Viktor Frankl was saying that why are people having very different experiences of these horrendous conditions and she talks about it through the work she does with individuals as well you know that people that have had quite traumas and physical traumas and so on and and talks about her experience of of that so I think that statement for me you know I'm created as God created me to be I'm free and nothing sources my experience but me in each moment is a tough one because like I mentioned I've got a really bad back at the moment that's really disrupted my sleep uh, uh, you, you know just been pretty challenging to deal with but that's been really helpful for me to 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 own the fact that something that looks like well that's physical pain well i'm creating that i'm creating my experience of that i'm not creating the pain deliberately but my experience of that pain is being created by me and you know that sense of and nothing sources my experience but me in each moment and nothing has an effect upon me whatsoever save that which I choose to allow to affect me I can catch moments where I don't notice the pain and then it's there and I don't notice it and then it's there now does it go away no not at certain times. At certain times it does, this stuff around movement and so on. But but that's been quite helpful for me to, to own that, that that's my experience. And even though it feels it's been, you know, like I've mentioned to you before we started, it, it brought me to tears a few times. That sense of that that's my experience and even within that there's some variation has been really helpful so to be honest that paragraph has been one that just really has really stuck 
has really stuck with me. And um, I just love the, the, what that's, to, uh, you know, that, you know, like I said, well, like I said with Victor Frankl, that's what he was saying. You know, he, he saw that there were some prisoners that were more free than the guards, actually. And you think, well, how can that be? How can that be? Well, the only way that can be is if it's something about the way the person is orientating in their inner world to those horrendous sort of conditions. So I think that's just incredibly hopeful for people, actually. Yeah. What else do you think is worth sharing as you reflect on on your document, Steve? Um, I think you know because you can do a bit like we've done a bit more of the work on it, and like so, we can we, we can approach that in in sort of different ways. But I also like the fact that you could also just you could also just break it down into a part of your life that you think, OK, there's a part of my life that I want to improve. So you could say, well, I just I'd really like to improve my relationship with my significant other. Or I'd, or I'd really like to improve my relationship with my boss or with my children or with whoever. You could take a part of your life and then you could some of the questions on the back of the book of being would be who 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 do i need to be so you could look at a role and go okay if i want to improve my relationship with my significant other you could start to just go yeah who would who i need to be in order to create the relationship with that person that would better represent who I want to be, for example, just making that question up. Yeah. That could just be a really interesting inquiry. Yeah. yeah. Who, do, who do I want to be as a wife or a husband or a partner of someone else? And just, just pondering that question, because I think often we get caught in, what do I need to do to, to build that relationship, yes. for example? Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas I think, what I like about being is it's creation. It's saying that my I create my relationship with that other person through who I'm being. And that's the only bit I have any control over. Obviously, I don't have any control over them. No. no so no. that question of, yeah, well, who who if I want to create that relationship, then who do I need who do I need to be? Or um like even today, I was doing some coaching with someone <clears throat> who's sort of has a sort of business development role, and it, it and it's sort of an internal with some of the internal stakeholders, internal people. And, and one of the things that's really shifted for him is he was in a mindset of I need them to do blah 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 blah. They've got all this stuff, and they should be feeding me in a way. And a real breakthrough a while ago with him was I said to him, well, what do they need from you? And he said, well, I don't, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. I said, well, maybe that would be a better way to think about it. Yeah. Is, is what, what do they need from you? And we would, we just caught up again today, actually. And so we've been moving that, further on and he, he was telling me he said oh have you seen the netflix documentary about arnold schwarzenegger i said oh no i haven't seen it yet and he said oh i know some people are it can be a bit hit and miss for people but he said it was a really interesting documentary he said because obviously he's been successful as a an olympic you know won the mr olympia seven times or whatever as a bodybuilder trans translate that went to hollywood become yeah. really and then became a governor so it, it talked about the three different parts of his journey right apparently his father was quite a challenging individual 
Mm. And he said, I realized that it was because that generation, my father's, were the people that came back after the Second World War and the First World War for some. And he said they were just tra- they were just traumatized, like just completely traumatized. And therefore, the way they were, you had to allow for that because, you know, that was that, that, that was what was happening to them. But he said, I always remember my his father said to him, apparently, is be useful be useful and so the guy i was coaching today he said we talked about it before is be in service how can i be in service yeah, yeah, to yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. and he said um that, that you know it helped shift his mindset and he said uh, and that arnold um documentary it said how can i be useful because in a way that's service so if i'm yeah. working with someone how can i be useful to you how can i be useful to you and so you're you're then in service. You're then, and that's an act of creation. Then you see, because I think that's then you. Who do I want to be in in my relationship with you? I want to be useful. What would be what would be use What would be useful? And it it completely. It's just a, that is just that's completely mindset. Because if you <clears throat> then. What you do from that place and we've talked a little bit about what you can do from that <clears throat> and there's some useful things we've talked about but the key is is the mindset because if you're in that mindset the sort of doing of it looks after itself yeah and yeah. so i think that's what i think that book is pointing to and the reason people work with steve hardison is because that's what he's that's all his work is on the on your on your being and um the guy I'm having my coaching with, Steve Chandler, <clears throat> you know, said to me when I first spoke to him, he said, he saved my life. He said, honestly, he said, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. He said, because, because he, at a time when yeah, he was struggling and various things going on in his life. <clears throat> and he he said, what he helped me do is say, okay, Steve, Steve Chandler, Let's work on who you need to be to sort some of these things out. Right. And he was in debt and he had all sorts of things. And he said, he just helped me work through, okay, <clears throat> who do I need to be in relationship to my creditors? Who do I need to be in relationship to the people I owe money to? And he just took, he said, he just took him through, through that process. And I think the document, what it, I think what it helps is because if you you know things happen and we react oh fucking hell, I did that why do they do that that's how dare they do you know we all have that and, it, and of course what we're saying in a way is we're saying well the the that is happening because of your thinking so we're saying no look it's not to do with that person the reason you're reacting is because of the story you're telling yourself in relation to that and that story is your thinking and that's the reaction and we all have that so it's not saying you don't ever have that of course you do you know something happens and you, oh my god you know someone cuts you up and it's like oh you know and we react and so but it's useful to know okay i'm reacting now that's the story i'm telling myself now then you might have like if it's something to do with a relationship in work you might have an issue you need to deal with. Something's happened. It's like, yeah, that's not that's not in line with the company values or whatever it might be. So you've got your reaction to it. But I suppose what we're saying is, yeah, but don't don't respond to it through your reaction because that just inflames the whole thing. And so what um, Victor Frankl and Edith Eager are saying is, no, between that stimulus, that reaction, there is a gap. And I think what the book of being is saying is, no, in that gap is your being. So then you can you can take your reaction and go, okay, I don't want to I don't want to respond to it through reaction. I want to respond to it through creation. So I've got this relationship that something's not right here. Something's triggering that person or whatever it might be. They're behaving in a way that's not in line with whatever. It's like, well, 
how do I want to be in relationship to them in the way that I then deal with this situation? And that is an act of creation. And that's way more powerful. Challenging, but way more powerful because it puts you in a position of the only thing I control here is who I'm choosing to be in relationship to them. And that's the choice. And I can react, I can choose to react and go with my story, or I can step back, use my document as a reference to, um, you know, like one of my things, I'll, I'll get you the right, you know, um, I notice and drop my judgment of others in being an authentic manifestation of love and understanding. So that's for me is I can notice my judgment, my reaction, and I can not respond from that. And I can, I can recognize and honor the rights of others to have a different point of view to mine and engage with them from that from that perspective and then that shifts that shifts it from reaction to creation so i think that's for me is what the document helps us do is say how do i live from creation i'm going to react you know like you mentioned with your running you know when we were talking on that earlier interview about running and reacting from you know having thoughts about it but you can see those for what they are yeah and then not have to react to your story well i i think i hope there's there you as you listen today there is something from the different statements and the different descriptions and the different examples that we've given about how these can things can play out on an everyday basis that has been of use that has you know, been an insight for you. And as ever, we hope that it's in a practical way. Um, the two very different documents. Um, I'd never heard heard Steve's um before as as I said. So, you know, receiving that was 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 amazing. So thank you, Steve, for, for sharing that and for you know breaking down some of those those things as as well. So look see if that is something that's of use and that's worth perhaps having a go of yourself or sharing with, with others. Um, Steve talked a little bit at the start about, you, you, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, Steve, there is almost two parts to sort of the, the understanding really of, of many of the stuff that we're talking about from a being perspective, and then this document being a manifestation of, of your understanding. So, so think about, you know, wherever you, you are, this might be your first listener, you might have listened to every episode, it will mean different stuff. I really liked what Steve said moments ago when he said well you don't we don't have to be about everything we can mm. break it down to just one critical relationship and and how do we want to be there steve and i spoke earlier today to somebody who was a father for for the first time their first first child was, was born eight days ago well that's an interesting thing about how he wants to show up how he wants to be in relationship to to his wife or to his his newborn born child so so maybe if if maybe if it feels too big and you know maybe have a play about actually how do i want to be in relation to to this person mm. if if there is anything that comes up um please get in touch we'd, we'd love love to hear from you be it a question be it a comment or even if you want to share something that you've done on the back of of today as ever look please get in touch through our, our usual channels um steve anything more before we no. finish today? <clears throat> no great no i i completely echo is everything you've said and you know and thanks for sharing yours and being i i, I really I was the same as you, you know, you say you feel like that slightly sort of vulnerable, you're putting yourself out there. Right? It's like, yeah, I, I I felt exactly the same as well. So um so I I I think that's important to 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 recognize that you know some of this is quite it, it's quite challenging. It's it's 
it's forcing us to really think about ourselves in a different way and be willing to be vulnerable and open. Um, and what you've been really good at is sharing it. I've I've not shared mine very widely, if I'm honest. Right. Wow, okay. been, no, it's been much more. I've shared it a little bit, like I mentioned with with Grace, my youngest daughter, and <clears throat> I shared bits of it with with Val. Um, right. wow. So I was really impressed when you know you when you did yours, and you said, "Yeah, I've been sharing it with my boss, and I've been sharing it with this person, sharing it with that person." Like, well, that's real credit to you to to be willing yeah. to put yourself out there, and now you've put yourself out there on the podcast as well. So. That's great because that's your be. That's you be. That's that's your being. Yeah. That's your, that's your, that's your being in action. Um, so I think that's a lovely example of you're 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 truly living it yeah. by doing that. So yeah, great credit to you. Well, and 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 likewise, thank you for yeah. for sharing it on here as well, given what you just said. So thank you. Mm. So that's been another episode of Everyday Being, a guide to the happiness within. Um, as ever, thank you for spending time with us, spending time on you. Uh, we're sending you our biggest of big loves. and We will see you soon. Take care. Thanks, everyone.